Hi guys, today I want to talk about something that is so easily uh, misunderstood and that is the ability to discern whether you're in a got to or a should or a need to or a want to space. And I'm going to do that using this uh, sketchpad video. So let's just say hypothetically we read a book about love in the world and we start resonating with the vibe or the concept of living from your heart love to we've read the book we know all the chapters we uh, meditate we are um, peaceful we live in harmony we do no harm we eat no mosquitoes we be careful about the flies and the spiders uh, we eat only pure organic vegetables that have never been uh, crossed the path of anything bad in our life. And we be pure and beautiful, but still we get sick, or still we get problems, or still things don't happen the way we want them, or still things go pear-shaped in certain aspects of our life. And the question is, why is that? I'm about to demonstrate to you exactly the answer. I'll turn my head from the screen as always to work on the iPad. When you build a pyramid, you'll notice that there are blocks at the bottom of the pyramid. And those blocks at the bottom of the pyramid are really important. Those blocks at the bottom of the pyramid are the foundations. In our life, we would call those the roots of the tree. So we can see here, the gotus are the roots of the tree. Now, what happens if the roots of the tree aren't deep? Tree falls down, or the nourishment doesn't come to the tree, or its foundation gets wobbly in the wind. So, when we read a book, about love operating at a love to level we quite often jump from got to to love to which is the equivalent of going from kindergarten to university with nothing in between now we might be a great scientist we might be a genius that can be three years old and at university but if someone says it to us, um, tie your shoes, clean your teeth, do a poo, uh, walk in the park, be careful of the trucks, we can't, and so we don't survive. So quite often we uh, get invited to study the higher levels of life without putting in place the foundation stones on which to build those higher levels. Um, it would be the same as um, an athlete. An athlete, for example, might know how to ride a bike really fast and be able to ride that bike choo, in the Tour de France and win an event until they're tired, until they've done 18 previous days of bike riding, until they've done 
uh, till it's raining, till the storm comes, till there's bumps in the road, and or until there's other competitors. And when other competitors arrive, the foundation skills of the champion are tested to the limit. And if they haven't done their got-tos, they're going to crash. When we read a book or do meditation or do some form of spiritual leap frog, we jump up the ladder or get promoted up the ladder, we quite often leave behind the stuff that we learnt in the past. But a kid learns to clean their teeth and drink a glass of water and uh, uh, do a wee before bed and uh, put on their pyjamas and tidy up their clothes, for not so they can leave it behind, so it becomes automatic. And we as adults learn certain fundamentals to life so they become automatic. Quite often what will happen as we try to make jumps up the, up the mountain and live at higher levels of personal awareness, we can quite often leave behind the stuff that we're sick and tired of and try to make a leap up the mountain. And then people will step into our life and we will start reacting to them, especially if they're operating at a got-to level. Now, people come into our lives operating at a got-to level, operating very um, stoically, operating very um, mathematically, rationally, logically, very earthy, no uh, adventure in their thoughts, very critical, very controlled, very uh, sometimes very angry, sometimes very emotional, sometimes very volatile, sometimes quite annoyingly so, to reveal to us that we have still got our got-tos in our life that we need to operate with some level of massive discipline. Now, let's just say, go back to the athlete example, let's just say the athlete knows how to stretch, they know how to put on their shoes properly, they know how to warm up, they know how to um, uh, carry uh, nutrients like um, um, uh, water and gels for their event. But because they get more and more skilled and more and more better at their event, they forget the basics and they say, oh, bugger all that, I just want to race. And what will happen is they will be brought back to the basics to remind them of the foundation principles on which they can build their champion status. And we often get brought back to witness in our lives people operating at very low consciousness with or without discipline to remind us of who we really are. Because just because we jump up in awareness, we read a book, and just because we know stuff about how meditation and know how the brain works and know what it feels like to be in nirvana when we meditate or take a drug. It doesn't allow us to ignore or forget or bypass or uh, drop the disciplines that keep us at a got-to level. What we try to do is organize our got-tos with incredible, uh, what's the word for it I'm looking for, with incredible 
uh, daily routine. That's what it is, with inc incredibly incredible daily routine. So we get up at a certain time, we take a, a breakfast, we have a coffee, we go for a run or a walk or a thing. We take a photo of nature. We say thank you uh, f to the universe for being in life. We eat a healthy breakfast with our family. We do fundamental stuff. And we never, we try never to break this uh, routine because it's a got-to stuff. These are the got-tos of our life. We go to work. There are certain things that need to be delivered on time, every time. And we can get quite often carried away with the idea of being inspired or being a great leader or getting the biggest job done or making sales. And we forget the basics like doing our expense reports, doing our daily walks, doing our thank yous to other people in the business, respecting our clients, saying thank you to them, doing the many things or or operating even at home. We go home and we forget to give a kiss. We forget to give a touch. We forget to say thank you. We forget to um, respect somebody's emotion, to witness our own emotion, to do our emotional shower. We Sometimes as we climb up the ladder, we forget the basics of the ladder. And that makes the pyramid unstable. And what we can very easily end up with is a, a pyramid that looks more like this. That we're, in some aspects of life, in half our life, we're growing up with the love to's and the, and the need to's and the want to's. We got the got to, should, uh, need to, want to, desire to, choose to, love to. But there's the, the other aspect of our life lacks the discipline. And so there's a big, big, big gap on which we're building everything on top. And that makes us incredibly vulnerable, incredibly uh, insecure and incredibly unstable because what we're, in a sense, we've built this on somebody else's discipline. So I'll just change my pen color here just so it's a little clearer. If we build our life on our want-tos and desire-tos and choose-tos, but we haven't had the discipline to put in place our foundation principles for ourselves, our emotional awareness, our, uh, our uh, health program, our daily gratitudes. If we haven't done that, what we're basically doing is hoping like hell our partner will do that bit so that we can ignore it and get on with our life up here. And that means that every time they skip their disciplines or every time they do something at a got-to level that isn't um, calibrated, our whole world sponges down on them. And this can happen at work too. You might go to work and say, um, I'm not going to do my got-tos at the office I'm not going to have my emotional management and my structural management and my time management. I'm going to make sure everybody else does. So then our future is very much conditional on them completing their part. And, and, and what we've done is we've sort of um, delegated our responsibilities down and made ourselves vulnerable to somebody else's mess up. So... The bottom of the pyramid, the got-to area of life, and to a certain degree our shoulds, 
the foundation pillars on which we build, the internal compass, the daily disciplines, the routines, the disciplines, the habits, the goal setting, all of these things remain absolutely critical to our ability to exist in the higher end of the pyramid. And when we delegate these things to others, we become vulnerable. So this is what's called systematization. Now, apps are brilliant. Uh, iPhones are spectacular, or phones are spectacular. Um, programs on your computer are spectacular. If they enforce a daily discipline that you commit to, I'll give you a good example. I go for a, a walk early in the mornings and I go down the beach. When there's a coaching program to be done, when, there's, uh, when my partner gets up and goes for a swim or goes somewhere out on a bike, I find it very easy to go down the beach. So my disciplines are very strong. But if my partner decides to stay in bed for the morning, have a break, I don't have a client, I'm a bit tired, I've always got a reason to, I suppose you can call it flick off the app or just kill the discipline. And <clears throat> I fall prey to, in a sense, um, relying on somebody else to determine my daily routine. And therefore, I, I get a real strong witnessing during that day of, of the instability of my own um, my own consciousness, if you want to call it that. So the relying on someone else to do the got to part for us is okay, as long as it's systematized to the point where they can't muck up. So in other words, they, um, they uh, are encouraged to follow a routine. But for the most part, we need to have a routine where we're checking on people, checking to make sure that we're all in a system. If the got-tos and should-dos are not in a system, if they're not automated, if they are not fixed, then it's like having a pyramid or, a, or Mount Everest floating on a lake. And if you can imagine the waters floating up and down and all these things, and they give these examples of icebergs, you know, so much under the, under the ice, but who cares? If what's underneath the water is floating still, it still can go up and down and our stability, our ability to do, to manifest what we want becomes unstable. So we need to give respect to systematization of our got to's and love to's, not ignore them because we read a book on love and how to live in a higher consciousness and things, not rise up and say, oh, I'm only here to live my inspired vision. We start by, by remembering what we learnt in kindergarten, that there are, uh, for exercise, there is recovery time. For um, uppers, there are downers. That for nourishment, you need good food and uh, good health and eat right and eat at the right time and good sleep and, and things like this aura ring uh, is, is telling me 24-7 uh, whether I'm recovering and whether I'm getting good sleep. So I even automate that piece of my life to make sure that I don't have to worry about it or it doesn't become what's called a variable. As, if, as we rise up, 
the seven areas of life to need to. Need to is the reptilian part of us, the part that gets Parkinson, the brainstem. And in this part of us, um, if we haven't balanced our, our got-tos and should-tos, haven't applied discipline, haven't applied routine, haven't set up daily habits, depend on somebody else to be our, um, to be our foundation, depend on somebody else down here to be our foundation, then we end up in extremely, extremely emotional states. Now, those extremely emotional states are very spooky because they throw our higher levels of thinking into instability. And when we get a, an illness like Parkinson's, it's because that area of the brain has not only been dealing with emotion, which is beautiful and storytelling, it's creative and all the wonderful things about that part of the brain, but that part of the brain has been functioning to manage the got-tos and the should-dos. It's been overloaded, overworking to manage the lower levels that, that uh, would have been far wiser to use the part of the, our life brain, our part of our existence to automate, to systematize, to make sure we use discipline and, uh, and what have you. And the same with our should. Our shoulds are our metric, our, our internal compass, our morals and ethics. And there are things that we, we, we I would call them our our authenticity, if, 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 if we're being corrupt to ourselves and corrupt to others, our shoulds are wobbly and we'll use emotion above that and overtax that part of our brain. And it's the same with want to. But as we get up to this area of want to, this higher level of, op of operation, if we start to tax our want to, to do all the work that the, the got to, should and need to, we start sabotaging, dematerializing, because this is the, this is the basal ganglia, this area of life is where um, the, the higher thinking starts. And so if we're taxing this part of the brain to do all the work that needed to be done and should have been done and got to be done by lower levels of the brain. If that part of us, the manifestation part, the part that actually knows what we want, decides what we want, sets goals for what we want, if that part of the brain is also doing the lower work, we become exhausted. And that is where we get mental health problems of depression and what have you. So what I'm saying is it's all very well to understand what it's like to be an inspired leader. It's all very well to understand how important it is to live in a state of love and, and, and have a great uh, dynamic at home. But the disciplines and the foundations need to be built up. The person who gets to uh, Mount Everest, and, and you hear it over and over again about these cues that they've got on the summit. The reason that they've got cues on the summit of Mount Everest is exactly what we're talking about here. There are people who don't know the foundations of mountaineering, don't know the shoulds and shouldn'ts of uh, high altitude climbing, grab an oxygen mask and a rope and get pulled up towards the top by uh, commercial uh, companies to, to, to reach the top of Mount Everest. But up here... If there's a variable, if any of the things change, weather changes, cold, if there's a frightened, if somebody gets fear that they haven't uh, been able to um, um, manage down in the lower levels 
of their emotional and mental well-being. If they get fear up here, it's death. And they start to queue up on the, on the hill up the way uh, to the summit. And so this is a consequence. This is like promoting people from a bottom of a business to well up in a business. It's like um, not teaching children disciplines and not teaching children about shoulds and shouldn'ts and uh, crossing the road and out in the street and stranger danger. If you don't teach them this stuff and they go out in the world and they turn 18, then they are, uh, are going to end up very vulnerable out there because they'll be at a very high level of independence without all the foundation stones that are essential to underpin that. They'll be, high, they'll be using their emotional brain to do things that needed to be rationally thought through. Now, the reason a lot of this happens, and I think this is really important for us to finish off with. I don't like this color, so I'm gonna change it to blue. Blue is for sky. The reason that a lot of this happens is the pyramid of that we divide that we know the seven levels of human being seven levels of brain of mind the pyramid is divided into two sides a lot of people don't know this the feminine and the masculine and quite often we have a judgment of whoops I've got my head in the way of this page so I'll just move this across for the minute uh, somehow to demonstrate that uh, there's the feminine and the masculine. You see that there? So this masculine side, which is rising back up towards the top, and this is the feminine side, which is falling down into the process of manifestation, giving birth to things, and this is the maintenance side. Quite often people have a judgment of the masculine, the father figure, or the maleness, or anger, or violence. And so they say, I don't want to live anywhere near the got-to level of life I because it reminds me too much of strictness and rules and the, the disciplines. They're happy to have half of it, the feminine side, which is the um, abundance and the joy and the caring and the nurturing and the kindness that comes from the feminine aspect of got-to, which is the which is nurture, but the nature part of it, which is you know taking responsibility and the harshness of it, they say I don't want to have this part. So what they try to do is they try to find a spiritual paradigm or a life paradigm in which one half of the pyramid is cut off, and so they say, well, I'll embrace the two sides of life at a higher level, at a want to or choose to, or even desire, which is sexuality, they'll embrace the two sides of being a human being at a higher level, but they won't embrace it at a lower level. And when we get a judgment, we say our mum was too soft, or dad was too hard, or our feminine is too weak, and masculine is too strong, or we get some judgment, it makes us unable to be the enforcer in our own life and so we want to be the, the we want half and so what we start to try to do is to be a half person to to embrace the one half of things which is the nurturing 
and be very, I've got to be kind, I've got to be nurturing, I've got to be friendly, I've got to be warm to my kids, I've got to be a provider, and then I've, then it's, I should be, um, I should be available for people, for my children and my family, I should be um, balanced, I should be harmonious, I should be a contributor, but if I say to that person, you should be tough, you should be mean, you should be strong, they go, no, 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 I don't want this side of the pyramid. And you, and all these uh, strict regimented things down here, you should be um, uh, pain tolerant, you should, you've got to be uh, regimented and they'll say no I want to be over here on the feminine side of got to on the feminine side of should and the feminine side of emotions which is the creative give birth manifestation side but they don't want to be on the masculine side of it and I'm not talking about male here I'm talking about the masculine principle of causing chaos of being tough, of being uh, disciplined. You know, the pain of regret outweighs the pain of discipline. But there's a lot of people got issues with discipline because it reminds them too much of a grumpy father or an absent father or a, an absent mother or, a, or, a, or an alcoholic person in their life. It reminds them too much of something and therefore they find it really hard to go there. And what they try to do is instead of embracing the foundations of their life they try to find a, a principle way up the pyramid in which they don't have to embrace either so they they just take all of the left-hand feminine principles with them go up to some paradigm and say i'm going to be a beautiful loving caring father with absolute kindness and love and affection to all my children unlike my own dad or unlike my own mother, and I'm going to provide that to my family. And then they go to work and then someone at work says, fuck off, and they're sitting there going, oh, how do I be that nice, kind, loving person in the face of this attack? And the only way they can do it is to embrace this part of themselves. Now they've got a dysfunction and a part of their brain is going to be in a in a fight-flight position because they're... They can't achieve what they want without going into the dark territory they don't want to go into. So it's a fascinating study. And basically, uh, the way I would word this if I was doing a seminar, in, in Australia we have a PowerPoint that looks like this. This is uh, the three-pin PowerPoint. And I believe that the plug that goes into that, which is usually a, a, a plug which has three things on it, the plug that goes into that PowerPoint, I think that PowerPoint connects us to the universe. This is the universe over here. And this PowerPoint is basically mum and dad. Until we do a complete discard process on mum and dad, we're out here isolated, drifting away, floating around, trying to organise our pyramid, split between priorities, trying to work out... Uh, what we can embrace and making it up which makes us feel really inauthentic and insecure in order to build this foundation solid right across 
it's really, really um, important to do a complete discard on mum and dad, and if necessary, grandma and grandpa. But usually mum and dad reflect all the masculine and feminine principles, no matter how they were shared between those two people. And until we can unconditionally love mum and dad, we don't tap into the universe. And if we don't tap into the universe, we don't tap into the fire, which is the discipline which enables us to build foundation and build a, a so-called spiritual um, uh, way of living on top of the solidarity of material success. <laughs> Have a great day. Bye for now. <laughs>